everyone, my name is Joey Roy Bondo, Collier's Associate Director and Head of Research. And welcome to the latest episode of Collier's Insights Podcast, a podcast series where Collier's experts comment on the latest real estate news and provide you our listeners with insights on issues affecting the Philippine real estate market. Today, we are with our director and head of project management, Roldan Buitizon, with whom we will discuss project management or what most people are familiar with, design and build, and how this discipline helps redesign our workplaces to become safer, healthier, and more sustainable. So let's dive right in. Hi, Dan. Welcome, and thanks for joining us today. Hi, Joey. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's uh, kickstart this uh, podcast by uh, helping us define project management and uh, what do you do for your clients? Well, Joey, as project managers, we are expected to manage the project, including multiple stakeholders of the project, which includes the client, its business structure, the operator, the consultants, and the builders to ensure cost, time, and quality is equally looked into this main order of business in a project delivery. Our role you know, is to ensure we see the risk and manage the risk by working with the project team on solutions ahead of the problem. And in cases where problem is evident or you know beyond our control, we strategize the possible solutions to minimize the impact to both time and cost to our clients. We also ensure that the client is able to take possession of the historical information, documents, and data during post-construction stage to ensure they will reference uh, the future in terms of assessing you know, what works, what does not work. And this will be able to help them guide uh, their, their future transactions in terms of renewal or you know relocation in in in, in five years great thank you dan for explaining what uh, project management is and what do you do uh, for your clients but uh, i want to know how do you add value to your clients and why do they need the expertise of someone from collier's uh, project management team Yes, um, the value that we bring to the client, again, very important is time, cost, and quality. It, it, this will be always be the three elements on every project. The project manager will always be the devil's advocate among these three elements and where client would normally want their project to be built on time and on quality, but not necessarily spending and a design consultant that wants everything in terms of cost and quality. The builder who wants to finish quickly and earn. As the project managers, we stand in the middle of the battleground and ensure that all of these are managed. We are normally referred to as a problem manager, uh, as, as, as a definition of our role, because we are in task to forecast, anticipate, manage project issues be, even before it happens. A good project manager would normally have a sensibility of the project as we work for the client where no science can be applied. A good project manager should have the common sense and the simplest approach to drive the project from line A to line B. I think that is where the new Collier's project management team is best at. Common sense solutions, practicality, in terms of our project approach and our willingness to listen 
at the same time have that influence to drive everybody in the project on a common objective. Uh, we don't bring a, any extra professional credentials except our experience and our common sense. Thanks for highlighting those, Dan. Now, my next question is timely. What are the fit out trends uh, that uh, we saw before and during the pandemic? And have these trends evolved or are they constantly evolving? Correct. Uh, Joey, we have been in a traditional office setup for the longest time that we have not looked into the adverse effect of having high density, high volume offices and fit out that can affect health and well-being of people. Uh, technology was a catalyst in changing the way we work. Accessibility of files and ability to be remotely productive while minimizing security risks was the game changer between 2018 and 2020, historically. Uh, I recall spearheading uh, two uh, banks that adopted flexible working spaces in 2017, but it was not accepted uh, widely by, by the client and, and specifically the end user. Uh, they showed hesitancy to embrace flexible workspace. As you know, they, we have already embraced personalizing our workspace in the office. Uh, and then this is a, a decade long culture in offices. What we have learned during the pandemic is that trends definitely will have a clamor for more we space, no we space and me space. Uh, it's more on we space than me space that enables us freely to work with our collaborators and in open workspaces uh, environment. I believe the pandemic has proven that productivity of staff is of equal balance between office space and remote working. For example, home offices, shared offices, and even coffee shops. I see offices in the future adapting flexible and agile working spaces by you know, being inviting, innovative, inspiring in the coming years. Office fit-outs would likely adopt the strategy of flexibility, creative ideas, and principles uh, to transform every space to workspaces. The offices during and after pandemic will be adaptable and flexible and will have great value and high impact to end users by having long-term and short-term spaces for use. There are opportunities to change the, the ways of working by integrating partnership with our businesses, collaborative technologies, and the principle of work is what you do and not where you do it. Thank you, Dan, for discussing how the workplace has evolved and that sustainability of uh, the changes that uh, we have seen, the way uh, we work and the way companies uh, design their offices. Now, most companies are looking to welcome employees back to the office soon. How are we ensuring that uh, the workplaces that await them are healthy and fit for the post-pandemic normal? I think what the pandemic has taught us is that more than preparation is the ability to prepare and ensure we are able to structure a good business continuity plan that not only addresses risks on disasters, but also addresses health and welfare of the company. By being resilient uh, to these unknowns means we need to look at changes and investment beyond five years. We need to see how we can remotely operate, but minimizing security risk. We need to address health being as well. 
Therefore, the, 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 what are technologies you can adapt? A good example of investments would be automation, where controls can be hands-free, artificial intelligence in technology to manage thermal humidity and air quality of our office, as well as human-based initiative to ensure we look at the well-being of our employees through nutrition, fitness, and community engagements. What are your recommendations for your office, condominium, and uh, industrial clients in order for their properties and facilities to become not only efficient, but uh, also resilient? Uh, Joey, there are different strategies for different sectors. The generic approach is to invest in technology. Collaborative technology enables remote flexible and collaborative working would also mean resiliency in managing buildings and facilities. IT and digital technologies can be part of the initiative to ensure we are able to communicate and inform occupants of relative information. So say, for example, if you are living in a condominium, it would be good to know uh, the indoor quality of the building, uh, if, if it's within the accepted level, so you know you are actually living in a very good environment. Remote uh, building management system allows facilities uh, ma managers and leadership to remotely check building equipment performances and trigger solutions uh, when potential risk is seen to avoid service disruptions. So I guess the developers will need to look at investing also on sustainability options by engaging uh, specific sustainability consultants to ensure buildings are built to provide healthy environment or build the building and see what can be retrofitted to have sustainable features also. Thank you very much, Dan. And this has been a very interesting discussion. I'm sure our listeners have a lot of questions about project management or design and build. So if you have any, please feel free to email Dan at roldan.buitizon at colliers.com. You may visit colliers.com to know more about this service. Now, before we end this session, do check out Collier's fourth quarter 2021 property market reports covering office, residential, hotel, and industrial sectors. Our reports can be downloaded from colliers.com. This has been Joey Roy Bondock, and we hope you'll join us uh, in our next episode of Collier's Insights Podcast. Bye, everyone.